Introducing the Dunkin' Run. A dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee. You got it. Ooh, wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Are you listening? Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shop to the Chart Music Review Podcast. I'm Stephanie Henderson. And I am AC Ponce. How is everybody doing? Great. What was that? I'm just excited. Oh, okay. And my arms. I need to stretch my arms. (laughs) (laughs) You must keep your stretching for excitement. Yes. So guys, today we are going to be talking about songs number 35 through 31 of the 1991 Hot 100, and guys, these are some pretty are good songs. pretty good. Uh, kind of looking back at which ones we covered. Um, I'm excited about this one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, before we get into that, uh-huh. um, we're going to talk a little bit about some news. Mm-hmm. Um, first bit of news, uh, I am leaving. He's leaving us. <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, so I will be, at the time of this recording, um, I will be... I, it is a. I will be leaving in a couple of days to go to Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii. Actually, yeah, without us. Yeah. So actually, when the next when last episode comes out, uh-huh. I will be in Hawaii. Uh-huh. When this episode comes out, I already be back. So see how we see what we do for you guys. Yes, we plan things well we in advance. To, we had to cram it all in just to make sure that we get a recording in for you guys. I feel like we didn't even cram it in. We were like, "Oh, we have to do this," yes. and then we kept putting it off. We we're like, right. "Oh, we have this other thing to do. Right. Oh, we have and a meeting. You, oh, we you have got sick. Meeting. I got busy. It yes. just was a crazy week to try and fit it all in. But hey, yes. we made sure. Guys, being sick done. is no bueno. No, it is. It is not it's terrible. Uh, but anyway, guys, um, I'm so excited. Say, excited. Okay. Number thirty-five to thirty-one. These are. This is a really good list, and this like, is. I except I think it was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> when I fell asleep. Right. And then I, I feel like I, I looking at this list already. Um, I'm already like. Yeah. I'm already a lot happier than I was with last the last year. list. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a a new listener, uh, Ray Walden. <laughs> Who's been uh, keeping up with us, and, and, and Ray, we, we appreciate you listening to the show. I'm so glad we can share our frustration with you. Right, he, he has been voicing his frustration about Ice Ice Baby I'm not so... getting the recognition that it needs, yeah. and Ray, we're 100% with you on that front. Uh, I'm so glad that it's not just us, like, right. now we feel like our opinions are validated, right. because we have someone who feels like the frustration we feel. Right, so... That, but that being said, I don't feel that kind of disappointment in this list no, just yet. No, not yet. We'll hopefully, see. We haven't hopefully gotten it there just happen. yet. But I'm sure it'll it'll come. Right. I mean, right. our honorable mentions were. Oh, speaking yeah. of honorable re- mentions, yes, there was one song that we both identified should have been at least on one of our lists, and we're extremely upset that it didn't land on there. Really? Yeah. OPP. <gasps> Oh yeah, just going back and it's looking at by like, nature. Right? Uh, yeah, yes. it's not even nature. That is such a great song. I think and, and I we're was so ori- disappointed. I think didn't. I was originally going to choose that one, uh-huh. but then I found something else, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't not right. do this one." So, so, so guys, yeah. you know, take a look at the list for yourself. Take a yeah. look at those, you know, one hundred through forty-one, and uh, Jinx, you owe me a coke. Dang. Uh, <laughs> 
But, you know, sense. let us know if there are any songs that we missed out on that, right. that we should have talked about. Just be and, like, you dummies, how did you miss this right, one? <laughs> right, So, all right, Steph, we got to do our new segment. What was Music. the last song on oh. No, what was the last song on YouTube oh, that you looked up? Oh, crap. I don't even know. I think for me, I'm trying to remember, was it? See, it was it was a couple things. Um it was I, I went Okay, so I you went You used my phone last. No, I didn't. Chance so, a rapper is the last one and I didn't look him uh, up. So what's the last one you looked up? Is what I'm talking about. For me, it 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 kind of bounced around for a little bit. I didn't know what it was going to be. Um but because uh, I started out with Zach Brown Band, which devolved into some Cobra Starship. I don't know how it got there. Mine. Uh, but the last oh, song I that I looked up was All American Rejects, the last song. Oh, boy. So that takes me back to like, you know, 2000, 2005-ish, five, yeah. five-ish, six-ish, yeah. when I was at my peak emo-ness, oh, just coming out of uh, middle school there. It's a pretty good song. I, I going back to going back to some of those All American Reject songs. They they made a change in their sound that I was not happy about when they became a bit more mainstream. I just got like the sweetest thank you text from one of our business partners <laughs> because I got him a bottle of water yesterday. Like because our our water bottle thing uh-huh. in the kitchen is uh, empty at the office and no one has replaced it. So I saw him like. Oh no, no water! And like he was about to get some from the sink. I I appreciate no, this. No, no, no. But, it but was can just, we? I know, but it was just really sweet. Okay, <laughs> but he, the text was covering my my gotcha. YouTube. So. Okay, but anyway, mine, last one for me. Last song by All American Rejects. Mine was Otis McDonald's. Oh yes, Living guys, up. we have a new intro song, and we. I don't know if you have noticed it. Yes. We but we're so in love with Otis McDonald. Yes. So Just Otis his... McDonald did our he, he we found his music for our last season, mm-hmm. um, which I loved. When yes. the second we heard it, we, yes. we immediately we like, fell we in love. This. But we said, "Hey, let's change it up for this next season." Yeah. And Steph chose this one. I don't think I chose this one. You is did. It, is it living up? Yeah. Is it the one that I chose because I know I listened to a few of them. I don't. I don't remember. Them. Oh jeez. Uh, no, it's a. Uh, Jeez, now, now you're going to make me look like a fool. Uh, the oh, name of the song down. is... Oh, boy. Come I can't on find now. it. Oh, what just, what just happened? Ever Felt, part two. Thank you. Okay. So yeah. I start... That's how... So it... Look it, up his stuff. I think he just it, does a lot of uh, instrumental and, like, uh, background stuff. It evolved, because I looked up Living Up, I think, because you said, hey, what about this one? And I was like, no, what about this one? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. that's yeah that's yeah. how I like was weaving my way through the gotcha. YouTube network space. Gotcha. <laughs> so all right, guys, let's go ahead and get into some music news. Music news. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and start out with not really kind of a a good mix for me. Yeah. For well, for both of us, we're both yeah. music fans and we're both sports fans. Mm-hmm. So actually, Drake just hosted the first ever NBA, NBA. awards. Nice. So. Which I think is weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, know why they. Yeah. I don't know why they need an award right. show. Like, kind of. There's not a big enough like live audience. Like, if you look at the Golden Globes, yeah. the Oscars, there's like a huge audience. But yeah. for that, it seemed like they well, did that's it. That's like a prestigious, you know. Yeah, I get that. But this is prestigious <laughs> too. But yeah, 
it's for a smaller demographic. I right. feel like not as well, many yeah. people appreciate it. I mean, I don't see basketball fans dressing up and going exactly. to an NBA right. ceremony. Right. I mean, I feel like, but that's why you have your whole season. You know, if you, you know, won the playoffs. Well, these are the regular season awards. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, if there's a like, if it was for the playoffs, even for the playoffs, like you get some really cool streamers falling down from the ceiling, and you're good. You get balloons, you get your ring thing, you get your trophy, and that's it. Well, they don't get their rings till like months later. Well, yeah, they have to be made. So. Yeah. So, but anyway, but still, I I thought it was I thought it was strange, but hey, if that's the direction they want to move in, then I wonder how long it'll last. I know. I, I don't. I don't. I, feel I don't like have high hopes for it, but right. I mean. Concept, good, execution, it's, it's probably not. It's really interesting. I don't know. I feel like the NFL would, would have done this sooner. Right. But they just yeah. sort of just announced theirs. I don't know. Anyway, um, but getting back into this, so Drake was the host, mm-hmm. the first ever host. Um, we listened to his opening monologue. It was missing something. Like, yes. So, his okay. jokes were funny. Here, Some it, of them were... Eh. This was the problem I had. Like, I know... Okay, Drake is an actor. Yeah. No one can deny that. Yeah. He is, you know, we've it's talked about this before. Out, yeah. So, yeah. And and I know he can be funny. Right. Which is weird because given this, given oh, these obviously, these jokes were obviously written for him, mm-hmm. but it just seemed to lack some comedic timing. Like, I feel like you, when you said um, earlier when we were just talking about it after we watched it, you said, you know, the timing was a little off. I've, I just feel like. The punchline, like, was just... It wasn't like, punchy It enough. wasn't delivered. Like, the mm-hmm. punch was not enough. Right. Punch so, was not hard enough. Yeah. So, I mean, there were some good jokes. He made uh, He made jokes about... Probably one of the best jokes was about how uh, all the people in the room have... have uh, oh, jeez. Have uh, DM'd Rihanna. Yeah. Talking about how I've never been in this... In a room where this many guys have DM'd my ex. Yeah. So, I thought that was pretty funny. Um... He, he the the jokes were funny. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Just the delivery was strange. I'm glad that he pointed out like different it's so funny when he was talking about Iverson mm-hmm. and I like he was talking about him him like just being there like catching up with people, right. not really there for an award show. Right. That he was gonna be so laid back. And then they pan to Iverson and he's wearing a white polo with his Gucci scarf yeah. and he's chilling like right. and he was like, Yep, not denying that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, I think Nicki Minaj performed at the NBA Awards as well. I didn't catch the performance. Yeah, I don't, don't want to subject myself to that. But <laughs> oh, I, I mean, you know, she puts on a show. She does. I'm That's... not. I'm not a fan of her per se. I'm not going to stay up, and I'm yeah. not going to make the effort to watch right. the performance. Yeah. But I'm sure it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, all I know is that she was there. Right. So. Um, but yeah, I saw Naomi Campbell in the audience. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there were a lot of celebrities. Her, there were a lot of all she that, was but... killing the makeup game. Her face was amazing. Right. Anyway, so that's probably the least musicy thing we can, we're going to talk about. So <laughs> moving on to, to uh, you my had music a, news. Yes, your music news. Yes. That you had for us. Okay, guys. So the BT Awards was this past weekend as well. And okay, when I was younger, I like from starting from like aged maybe like 13 to until maybe I was like 16 I faithfully watched the that's only three years no it had to be up until I was 18 I watched the BET Awards faithfully like every year I made sure it was in my calendar on my phone or like I had to commit it to memory so I knew and so I was so excited like I 
for some reason this year I like I knew it was coming up, but what if we had so much going on this weekend yeah. and then I got sick. <laughs> okay, hangover from hell. First. Well, okay. Anyway, anyway, but other than but, the hangover. But no, like we were busy this weekend, so we I didn't get to catch it. So I was like, okay, maybe you know there'll be highlights going on. Lo and behold, guess who came in? MVP posting it. My dad. He was like, you have to see this. And I was like, oh my god, what is it? Lo and behold, New Edition's getting recognized for their 30 plus years in the industry. And, you know, just being around that long, being a big force in the music industry because, you know, behind the scenes there's, and their mentorship to all those people. So they got um, an award for that. But also, also... So they performed Telephone, Mr. Telephone Man. Bobby Brown was there singing his part. And then they did Can You Stand the Rain? And then they did If It Isn't Love. And when If It Isn't Love came on, like, it was just the five. It was, um, you know, everyone except for mm-hmm. Bobby, right? right? Plus, obviously, this Johnny Gill. This is new edition Johnny Gill right. style. Right, right. So then, from the show, from the movie, mm-hmm. the, new the new edition story... story. The kids who played them came out in their white suits. And then the teenagers, like, who are really in their 20s now. Yeah. Like, they came out in their white suits. And they were all doing the dance. Yes. And then at some point, at some point, Ralph's uh, kid version and teenage version sang with, with him. The real Ralph. And it was so yes. amazing. Like, I was so happy. The only thing, like, of course, like, Bobby Brown, like, since he opened it up, like, it was kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Because... Bobby Brown, you know, he, Bobby Brown he's been out Brown, of the game Bobby for a little Brown. Exactly. But he he gave it his all. You could tell he had his little fur going on with his glitter yeah. sparkles going on. And then he stepped, I I was so surprised that he like willingly like stepped off stage yeah. so they could do Can You Stand the Rain. But then he came back for If It Isn't Love and did the dance moves yes. and everything. And that's, that song that was, was my favorite part. Like yes. seeing all, so yeah. what, that's, so that's almost like what? 18, 18 of them. yeah. 18, yeah. 18 All of these on guys the stage knowing the exact stage. same dance. And it was so good because, like, they, you could tell they were trying to, like, catch Bobby to see, like, if he really knew the mm-hmm, dance moves. Because, right. of course, the kids, like, yeah. they pick up dance moves like it's nothing and then the teenagers. Yeah. But even, when Bobby even, Brown, even, when, uh, what, what's his name? Woody. Woody. Yeah. Woody McLean. McLean, yeah. He played Bobby, yeah. but he still knew the dance. Right, right. And then the... Mm-hmm. The younger version yeah. of Woody McClay. They were so good. They were so good. But, like, they panned to, like, Bobby Brown. And, like, he was trying to keep up. Like, he was doing pretty good. Like, it wasn't obviously on point, but he hasn't been doing it for the last 20 years like the others have. Mm-hmm. But he killed it. Like, I was so happy. Johnny Gill, I was a little disappointed in his vocals. But, I mean, they're a lot older now. Yeah. And I know they well, had that new song come out in 2016. Right. But still, like... He was still trying to go for it. He was trying to give his fans his all. Because at the end, towards the end, like, he really... Towards the end of Can You Stand the Rain, he really tried to, you know, make sure he, he smoothed it out and, right. you know, give you that Johnny right. Gill feeling. I was so happy. So, so yeah. happy. So, guys, I, I know you're going to hear us reference and talk about New Edition a lot. Mm-hmm. It's because... Get used to it. <laughs> it it's, yeah. 
Steph is but, a super fan. So like, if you're wondering why do they keep talking about them so much, they're so one, amazing. I'm a fan, and, but they're Steph so, is a super they're fan. So amazing and so, so fun. You don't want to know how I became a fan. We don't have any well, other information about the BET Awards. We no, just know we about just that. Know that. I forgot who was even hosting it. Like I thought I knew that was going to be a big deal, but I forgot who was hosting it. But anyway, so that's how focused she was, guys. Yeah, when I was like, I want to say I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um. We were listening to this group called Play, and they did a remix of Mr. Telephone Man. And me and my sister, like, we went, like, this is our, we were at our friend's house. And we came home, and we were singing it. And my dad was like, why are you singing New Edition? We were like, this is not New Edition, it's Play. And he was like, oh, hell no. So that's where we got our music education from New Edition. And Mm -hmm. ever since then, I've just been, you know, hardcore fan. Alrighty. So, um, so Yeah. (laughs) So, guys, if you get a chance to catch that video, just watch it. It's pretty amazing it seeing all those great. guys uh, just oh, come I like together. It's Dream. It's not play. It's Dream. Okay. All right. 2001. Uh, but some other news. Um, just really quickly, uh, Jay-Z just dropped his new album today. And Frank Ocean is featured on it. Yeah. Um, so there's... Uh, let me let me bring this up real quick. Ooh, but so anyway, is Damian Marvel. So they were, they were streaming it all since Last midnight. Week. Yeah, midnight. This morning. Yeah. Um, at like every at like two a.m., four a.m., and then six a.m. So you had to catch you really you really had to catch it as much as I wanted to listen to it. Yeah. Um, like I said, we value our sleep. Jay Z, right before he decided to stop recording, yeah, I we wasn't exactly a fan of. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I but I still but like hearing his stuff before, I was excited to right. hear what it would what it would be yeah. like. And uh, if you go to iHeartRadio on their Twitter page, they actually post a. An article about it, uh, explaining all the songs, uh, the meanings all behind them, mm-hmm. who he's working with. He has a song with Damien Marley. Yep. Frank um, Ocean. His mom. Yeah. Has a feature. Yeah. On so, one of the songs. Um, so, get on, you know, just try and track it down as best you can. I know there was a, there was a scramble, right? There was a bit of a scramble to get everybody to sign up for Tidal, mm-hmm. just so they can, you know, his music streaming service, just to get that, uh, just to get that... <clears throat> going you know uh it's it if you just type in jay-z right mm-hmm. now all these news articles are current right. going to come up about it just because it is such a big deal yeah, and, yeah he so. said he was never going to put out an album ever again yeah and so that's so yeah this, that's so why why yeah. it's so huge right and so also there's a so XXL magazine um their website says uh he dropped a dark animated video for uh, the OJ story, uh, the story of OJ, which is one of the songs, is track number two, mm-hmm. and then you can watch it. There's a link to it. So, yeah. but there's ten songs all in all. And, you know, people are saying, "Hey, like this is all about like his relationship with Beyonce and things that have happened, mm-hmm. but also what's happening in his life since he's a dad and just being in the industry and taking that step back that he did." This is interesting because this is this going to be his first album as a as a dad? Yeah. Yep. It's going to be interesting because yep. I I kind of noticed with Kanye when he had when they had their kids mm-hmm. I felt like his music changed yeah. a little bit too oh, so yeah. we'll see yeah um so but yeah it's been so long plus in that time that he hasn't made a full album right you know he became a dad and a husband you know right. what I mean so all this stuff happening right so uh so as awesome as that is this next bit of news is a little sad <laughs> but because of the Jay Z story it gives me hope for this. Okay. 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 So what what I'm saying is the reason why it is sad is because Adele mm-hmm. uh, hinted she wrote in in a um, in a program for her uh, 
for her last show in, uh, I want to say it was she, in London. Yeah, she wanted her last show to be in London. So, so her last show in London, but she has a written note in her programs, essentially, just paraphrasing this, that she's going to stop touring. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a complete shame, because, you know, Adele is, is one of the few voices now that I would actually want to go see in person. Right. Because she has that that voice. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of acts that I'd like, uh, you know, radio and music editing mm-hmm. can, can make a voice sound a certain way. But her voice is just so pure that, yeah, yeah I would want to go right. see that. So the reason why, you know, I, I'm hopeful is because Jay-Z said, hey, I'm never, you know, I'm done putting out albums. Right. Adele can say right now, hey, I'm done touring. What are going to wait 10 years for her to come back? Who who knows? Who knows? You know what the crazy thing is? Like, okay, so he, here's why I can understand why she stopped. Okay, mm-hmm. so I and think she, people she forget. Kid, right? Well, let me let me get into that. People forget she's only twenty five, twenty six, somewhere. Is there. she? Yeah, she's our age. She's our age, and people forget that. What are we doing with our lives? N- not singing. <laughs> um, but either way, she's very very young, mm-hmm. right? She has a new, you know, uh, she has a new baby. I think it's a little redundant. I don't think he's a baby. Well, she she has a kid yeah. that she would like to raise right. versus That's being true. on the road. That's true. Right? So I can see why she wants to stop. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like her note says, you know, touring just isn't my thing. Right. But maybe she's just distracted by the he's fact that... He's four years old. Yeah. So maybe she's just distracted by the fact that, hey, you know, I would rather... Yeah, I want to be a parent. Uh, yeah. yeah, be a parent. She's 29. Either way, you know. Still young, yeah. Yeah, she's still very, very young. I'm uh, sure that takes a toll on you the first four years of your kid's life. You know, you're working, you know, as right. hard as you are, you know, internationally, mm-hmm. too. Not right. just, you know, going to work and coming home. Yeah, so. exactly. So, I mean, she's young. She has, you know, she has a kid. Mm-hmm. She maybe, she, you know, and she's made millions of right. dollars already. So why not take like, a break? Take, yeah, take some time. So I'm sure she's if we not, have to wait 10 years, yeah. why not, you know? But Hopefully. that's just for a tour. She's not saying she's not doing the music Yes, anymore. so that was the other that's, thing. So yeah. don't freak out, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is still going to record and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but she just doesn't want to... She's just not going to be touring at the moment. I mean, I I don't see anything wrong with it. That's, you know, yeah. as a businesswoman, that's her prerogative, of course. Of course, she has fans that are loyal to her and want to see her, but at the same time, I'm sure they've seen her. Right, you know? right. Well, I would have liked to have seen her, but yeah. her tickets are pretty expensive. So, and we're not balling yet. Not, not yet. Sony, uh, you want to give us a sponsor? Yeah. Uh, so, guys, uh, last bit of news here, just because I thought this was funny. You saw this, and I was like, "What are you even talking about?" <laughs> so, I had no idea that Slipknot and Nickelback were in a feud. How but I feel like thing? the whole world. It's 2017. I feel like the whole world is in a feud with Nickelback. So oh I don't know how gosh. they singled out Slipknot. Uh, not so He's much so Slipknot, so but uh, lead singer Corey Taylor, uh, who I'm a big fan of. By what does he do I now? Huh? Um, so he he in an interview compared Nickelback. So he said oh, Nickelback is to rock what KFC is to chicken. And what so. If- Go ahead, go ahead. What if you're one of those people who really loves KFC? And that's that's the I point that I'm trying to make. Your problem because you love I do. specific things from KFC. I do, I do. I like their fried chicken, and I, I'm a big fan of the Nashville hot chicken. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to, to be fair, like if you think about it, it is kind. Of, it is a diss, really. It is. It's, I mean, you know, it's not. It's certainly not the best chicken. 
Um, I still prefer churches. It'll it'll do the job for me, though. Right? Which I I feel like Nickelback kind of fits that description. It'll do the job for me every once in a while. Um, I think I looked up some Nickelback not too long ago. Yes, exactly. I think yes. Corey Taylor, you're a genius. It has to be a specific craving. It's Nickelback. It's not a diss. You just you're just it just has to be very specific. And hey, you never know how many people are specifically looking for KFC every day. Right, exactly. You never know who, who's specifically looking for Nickelback. You, apparently, one month ago. No, I, I heard song. one song on my dad's uh, oh. my dad's mixtape that he made. Not, it's not an actual tape, it's a CD burn. The fact that your dad has mixtapes kills me. Because the songs that are on there are just... It's so oh, it's fantastic! It's, it's so, so fantastic. Weird. I think there was a Nickelback song next to a T Pain song, which I feel was like so it great. Fit anyone in your family, unless you really know you and your sister, uh-huh. like I feel like your sister would jab out, and like obviously you would be hardcore T Pain all day. But oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't see your dad and, and your mom music, sitting but... next to. Like I just want to drive next to them while your dad's driving, listening to this. Well, and your mom. See, here's the thing. My, no, like, they're just gonna be silent. That's the thing. So they just appreci- They just intake music. So it just weird. phases through them. Because, you know, whoever's listening to Nickelback, they have a little sway going on. Whoever's listening to T-Pain, I don't know. I don't know what you Maybe mean. Maybe headbanging. Nick- Nickelback? There's some songs that I can headbang to with Nickelback. I can't tell you what the names of the songs right the second. Specific Craving, guys. Exactly. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Sometimes I want Nickelback's 11 Herbs and Spices. Alright? Sometimes I need it. I don't need it every day. I would hope not. But, oh, God. We did Guys, go through wait, a time last wait, summer, wait, though. Wait, wait, wait. I have we, to tell the story now that KFC has been brought up. Wait, we went through a phase last summer of getting it, like, almost every other night. Guys, like there was o'clock. a time in my oh, life, gosh. right, when KFC came out with... The boneless chicken. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was like chicken thighs with no bones in them, and then they were, you know, fried. Is this post your previous breakup? Yes. <laughs> no. Wait, what? I don't know. Anyway, this was this was like 2013 or so. Whatever they came out with it, and I was at KFC so often that one day, so, so here was my regular order: a four piece of the uh, of of. Uh, Boneless chicken and just a side of the gravy. The, uh-huh. You know, the gravy that comes on top of the mashed potatoes? Yeah. Just a side of that, okay? And I would do that just about maybe twice a week uh-huh. for as long as that promotion ran. And there was one day I came and I ordered the four-piece and for some reason completely forgot about the gravy. Uh-huh. And when I get up to the, to no, the drive through window, no. the lady's like, oh, you forgot your gravy. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> Holy crap, like that that's not a good feeling to know like you're recognized by, by the KFC order. staff. <laughs> no, like just well, she didn't know it was me until I pulled around, but the uh, second she saw my face, that's what made it worse. No, like she put an uh, uh, an order to the face, which was <laughs> awful. And then and then the next thing she said to me was like, "Well, because you're a regular, oh, no. we're going to give you your gravy for free." No. Oh my <laughs> it's like I need to make a change in my life. <laughs> Did you after that? Oh, uh, no. for a bit. I stopped going to that KFC. <laughs> you stopped going to that one? Yes. <laughs> nah. So, anyway, guys. Oh, boy. We are 
busy, guys. Yes, we're actually we're so glad that call. you are tuning in. What is this weird noise? Hopefully that that stop. Maybe that's just my headphones or our headphones. Maybe. But uh, guys, anyway. we appreciate you listening. We're so so excited to get into this list with you. After the break. <laughs> guys, if there's any music news that you think we need to cover. Or that you're uh, just like, hey, how'd you guys miss this? Right, right. We And, and like, sure like I said, we didn't talk a whole lot about the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. We didn't get in-depth about Jay-Z's new album. And once we get our ears on it, if you will, <laughs> and actually listen to it, we'll, we'll probably do a bit of a review of that. Yes. But if there's anything that you want us to talk about uh, that, we sh- that we should be covering, right? Yeah, any, um, let any, us know. Yeah. Any highlights from any events that we should have known? Any red carpet moments for music that we should have known about? Right, right. Anything that floats your boat, music right. related. Please. Absolutely. Ray, Walden, thank you very much for all your feedback, buddy. We appreciate it. We're, we, uh, we're excited for you to get towards yeah. the end of at, for the, the first we, season. We have evidence that we at least have one listener. No, our <laughs> our downloads have gone up yes. significantly. So thanks to the Thing versus Thing podcast, uh, our oh. de- our downloads have my thing can beat your thing. My thing can beat your thing. Oh my gosh! Wow. My thing can beat no, your thing. No, any day. That yes, my thing can beat your thing podcast. Jeez, Louise. Uh, I need Phil, to catch up on Nick, some Sorry, guys. Oh my gosh! They're, the last one. So the last one that I said in the last episode wasn't the last one. The newest one was is uh, what is it? Don't give it away. No, oh no, it it's the title of the episode. Okay. So it's who is it? It's Liam Neeson versus. Oh, um, good gracious. Clint I just I just remember the Liam Neeson part because that was the side I was rooting for. Um, That's Jason. But anyway, guys, if hey, if you want to know what it is, go Liam Neeson versus Jonas. Oh. <laughs> I was totally about to take a stand and then completely pull back. <laughs> wow. Oh, goodness gracious. So, guys, um, we're going to take a little break. Um, we're going to get set with number 35 to 31 of the 1991 Hot 100. Let's do it. So, we will see you on the other side of this break. See ya. Goodbye. Welcome back, Shout to the Tribe Music Review Podcast. We're going to go ahead and get into our songs for today. So we are doing numbers 35 to number 31 of the 1991 Hot 100. I think that's the longest I've stayed quiet. I think so. <laughs> I was wondering, like, I was just waiting to. It's like, where is she going to jump in? But you actually waited for me to finish I that. did. I appreciate that. <laughs> but then you took too long, so then I jumped in. Took too long to do what? Goodness. Anyway, so we're gonna go ahead and get into this. Um, do you want to number introduce... thirty-five? Number thirty-five. Would you like to introduce this one? Yes, I would. So number thirty-five on the Billboard Top One Hundred for nineteen ninety-one is "It Ain't Over Till It's Over" by Lenny Kravitz. My thoughts. So I, I love this song. I love Lenny Kravitz. Uh, I remember like right around the time when he came out with like. Uh, getaway or fly away? Is it getaway? Fly, or fly away. away. Fly away. Um, my parents got a, a like a greatest hits album of oh, his, oh and this was on there. And I I love this song. Um, the only thing like I thought this was way older. 
just really? the way it sounds. Like, so, like, there's, like, the strings kind of threw me off. Like, it almost felt oh, like yeah. it had, like, a 70s feel to it. But I didn't think, I didn't think Lenny Kravitz was, was from the 70s, was, yeah. was like, it 70s, does have a, but yeah. it does have a very His old school. outfit is very old school in this video. You know, the style of the music video, like, the way that they're, like, up on separate um, platforms, mm-hmm. that feels very, like, very 70s. Beatles, yeah. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the music video. Mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz, known like like guitar uh, oh, yes. aficionado. Why is he not playing guitar in this? Mm-hmm. He's just singing. Yeah. And some other dude is playing the guitar. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, if not really a guitar heavy song, but there is a guitar There is a solo, guitar break, yeah. Yeah, in it. So why is he not playing the guitar? I don't know. That was just a little upsetting to me. Um, I really like the song, but. Like, I don't know if it's the same when you just listen to the song versus watching the music video, but when I watch the music video, it kind of like, I don't know, like, you know when someone's singing in falsetto and like, it's okay, and then all of a sudden, you're like, this is not okay, this is not a pitch she should be, like, I don't know, it was just, it started getting uncomfortable, just the the pitch that he, the range that he was in. But then I start watching, obviously, like, I'm, I just look for everything in the video. So I'm watching. It just seems like it's too slow for him. Like, he looks yes. like he's trying to hold back yes. so much I instead agree. of just belting. Because, you know, he just sometimes, like, wants to belt it out. Mm-hmm. And then this one, he does not, like, hit any, like, severe high notes, doesn't go on any runs, <laughs> nothing. Like, He's jogging along. Yeah. No running. It's not as, you know, no when, I, when I think of Lenny Kravitz, he's pretty rock and roll to me. Right. Not, not just rock, so but like rock and roll. And this is just too, too soft for him. So, I mean, I can see I why. I didn't even realize it was, like, I, I knew it was him, like, in, instinctually yeah. I knew it was him. But, like, when I hear the song, I don't think Lenny Kravitz. Right, right. Exactly. So, I mean, like, I could, so I could see why it's so low. I, I would classify it as good, a good Lenny Kravitz song. I like it, yeah. But I think a, it should be at this spot. But not a great Lenny Kravitz right. song. There are some great um, Levy, Lenny Kravitz songs. Maybe it should be a few spots up. Like, in mm. the f- like right at 40, maybe. I, I think it's justified where it's at. Yeah, it's 35. Yeah, so. 35. It's not, you know, it's... It's a good song, but like I said, it's not great. Um, but when I think of Lenny Kravitz, you know, I'm thinking of songs like "Are You Gonna Go My Way," yeah. that's like really guitar heavy, really rock and roll. Uh, "Fly Away," like I mentioned, and then my favorite Lenny Kravitz song of all time, or maybe, oh no, I think it's my favorite Lenny Kravitz song of all time. And a lot of people may disagree with me on this. Is is a uh, lady? It's a oh, very yeah. simple song. Yeah. It's not like anything new or intricate but mm-hmm. it it just really showcases um his range his, yeah his vocals yeah yeah so i don't know this song you compare this you, you compare I'm it ain't over till that. it's over yeah. to to those songs especially uh, like lady yeah where you know it it just doesn't match up it's not those. it's not yeah uh lenny kravitz to me the only thing i think about when i think about lenny kravitz is his daughter and then his ex-wife. And then I think about the fact that she's married to, what's his face? Aquaman? Yeah. Cal Drogo? Yes. Jason Momoa. That's his name. I couldn't think of it for a minute there. <laughs> I knew you were going to get to it eventually. <laughs> Let me just bat around a couple names. Eventually I'll get it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, 
He, he's still he's a great artist. Yeah, I would keep I, keep him in line. That sounds weird. <laughs> I would put him along the same lines as as Prince almost. Really, Prince is a bit more out there, but like yeah. this is like Prince if Prince was toned, toned down. down a bit, which is which is still it, amazing. Yeah, and, well, like, I mean, no, Lenny Kravitz is still kind of out there, right? Oh, but yeah. not as yeah. much as Prince was. Okay, rest in peace. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, I agree. But yeah. What do you guys think? Prince? Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. Is same that a fair person? comparison? <laughs> Definitely not the same person. <laughs> Alter ego? Uh, um, I wouldn't say so. Little boy version? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did like him in Hunger Games. I, I didn't realize he had acting chops. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like a super dramatic, like... Leave it to Lisa Monet. Yeah, yeah, but I liked him in Hunger Games. Yeah, I liked his character. Leave it to Zoe. He's, he seemed daughter, like his daughter's name is Zoe, right? Yes. yes, he seemed. He's. I feel like Lenny Kravitz just played Lenny Kravitz. I think, I think because Games. his daughter was in uh, what's that other one? Uh, the the other post apocalyptic Divergent. Uh, yeah, she was in Divergent, so he's like. He's like, I'm gonna do this one. Well, no, he his came out first, so I feel like she was like, I want to be in one of those. Maybe. Maybe. So, anyway. And her mom was like, you do it. You try and beat out your dad in not that good of a movie. But anyway. Anyway. Shout out to Shailene Woodley. I love her. Yeah. <gasps> we will not get into this. Okay, so <laughs> getting into the next song, we have number 34, Coming Out of the Dark by Gloria Estefan. A great vo- very distinctive voice, mm-hmm. too. I never like, you know, every time I hear a song come on, and you know, you hear her voice, you know it's her. That's the thing about Gloria Stefan. Um, not a particularly like she's not it's not like Whitney Houston. Yeah, but... okay, so not Whitney, not yeah. a not a Mariah, not yeah. a you know not a I would even put her. Tony Braxton on the edge of that really? of, of that shelf of, of those two other ladies. She's really? up in that area, but Gloria's not quite quite there. I like her better than uh what's her face, Paula Abdul. Yeah, I think uh, our, our buddy Ray had a had a problem with um, Paul Abdul. Yeah, no. Whenever, like, how did this song beat so many? <laughs> it's up on it's over there on Twitter. Guys, um, check out our Twitter. Apparently, lots of action going on over there. But um, so, I mean, this is definitely a lesser known Gloria song. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I had heard the song yeah. beforehand. But then when I heard it, I was like, "This is very fitting with 1990s." But I like this. I like this because it it is a lesser known Gloria song, but it showcases so her voice. Good. It like, showcases her voice a lot more because uh, if you think of "Rhythm of the Night." Mm-hmm. Or rhythm is gonna get you. She had a strange obsession with rhythm. I guess. I guess. Um, those songs are good, but they they sh- her voice is sort of just a like her and the music are just in a partnership. You get what okay. I'm saying? Okay. In those songs, whereas this one, this is... one, she's out in front. Mm-hmm. This is glory. Ah, okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's true. I can see that. Uh, I don't know. I like. I just. Her, it's it's so like genuine. Her talent's so genuine. This is back when artists were artists, you know. What yeah. I mean? Besides Millie Vanilli, but you know what I mean. Like they either had talent or they didn't, and you could tell right away. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays we have too much technology. We can cover up your crappy singing ability. Right. You can make me into a singer, and I could be amazing. You're not terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> but but you know what I mean. Like I would I would need a lot of work. 
That's what I'm saying. Whereas you or like your sister, like you could just belt it out and you're fine, you know. And with with Gloria, like I love how I'm on first name It's getting rough now. It's getting like we. I did. Oh, when was that? When Wednesday. did I do karaoke? Wednesday. I did that we were Wednesday night. Out. Yeah, somebody wanted us to go do karaoke. I did one song. I did "Wanted Dead or Alive." That's um, usually your opening song, though. I, like when you go it out. It shouldn't be karaoke. though. It shouldn't be. Because but like those, everyone like, was so excited. They're like this Asian guy. <laughs> He's about to sing the song. I don't know. I get that. And, but then like, you, and then you open your mouth and they're like, <laughs> well, Yeah, okay. So, like, I sing the song fairly well, but, you know. You do really But well. right after, like, it just tore up my throat. So I'm oh. a little worried. I could do four or five songs like that before hmm. where I could just hit. some honey. I guess so. Um, the Mariah Carey? Yes, maybe? I was okay, just yes. say. Okay. That's actually a song. Glitter is the movie. Oh, son of a gun. Whatever. <laughs> But she does drink tea with honey, like warming up her voice in the in the movie though, in her fancy ass glitter dress. I don't think I've ever seen that. Anyway, getting back to Gloria, um, you know, I, I do think Just it's a, pure, a shame. Pure that, talent. Yes, I do think it's a shame that she's not as recognized for her right? slower song. I, feel like, I like the um, only slow song that I knew before this one was "Anything for You," which I like. I, I really like that song. That's the only one. Yeah, that's the only I'm one trying, that I know of. I'm trying to think. I think yeah. And I know it because, like I said, her voice is so distinctive, and I can yeah. hear her voice singing that song. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like I said, it's a shame that it didn't come to the forefront more, um, because she does have a great voice. She does. I mean, it's not, it's not. I like I, but okay. So in saying that it's not like Whitney level, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I like that it's not that level because we can only listen to so much, you know, yelling right. and screaming and Mariah Carey. Z notes going on in in the world, you know what I mean. But it, I think it's just refreshing for us because you know nowadays listening to music, we're just like, Ugh. okay, the auto tune was amazing back when it actually when it mattered. first came out. When what who was that? Roger and Zap did it. But now I'm just like, okay, T Pain did it and it was great. And now, uh, see, I would even put that on a different level because like, so Roger and Zap, that's more like. Is it is it voice box or something like that? I don't think I think it's like the same thing that T painted. No, okay. So the the reason why I disagree is because so like you know the opening of like California, the mm-hmm. Tupac song, right? Mm-hmm. The California, yeah. Like, that is like where they put the tube in their mouth and they. So what they do essentially when they play a was note, that used? Yeah, they actually ha- show it in the music video. The guy has the tube in his mouth. Because I know in Roger and Zap, the yeah. music video, they so, have it. But T-Pain just says... It, so, okay. So, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. So, whenever they do that with it, with a tube in their mouth, uh, mm-hmm. Peter Frampton is really famous for doing this as well. Okay. Um, but they just, they play a note on an instrument mm-hmm. and... They sing over th- it? No, they don't even sing. They they just form their mouth into the shape of the, the, word. the word or the <gasps> sound that they're getting to. So, really, you're not hearing their voice. You're, you're just computer. hearing the instrument. Oh, not even a computer, the actual instrument. Computer. So if it's wow. like a synthesizer or yeah. a guitar, like Peter Frampton did, yeah. like that, there's some skill involved yeah. there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Versus what T Pain's doing. Don't get or me wrong. Did. I love T Pain. Yeah. Yeah, and he's actually singing now, which he sounds great now. Um, he's probably like, I'm gonna take these years off and get some work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like versus what T Pain did and like Kanye did. Mm-hmm. Auto tune. You just you're speaking to a microphone and it gets it just distorts. goes through a I goes through you. a computer and it does that. So really? you know, hearing hearing uh, hearing that difference is 
Interesting. And, and knowing how that works, yeah. like, I have more appreciation yeah. for those guys who, who, who pretty much stuck that tube in the back of their mouth just right. to get that that sound. Um, how did we get here? Oh, we talked talking about yeah. auto tube. Yeah. <laughs> Gloria <laughs> Stefan didn't stuff any tubes in her mouth. Anyway, moving on to the next song. <laughs> anyway, great Ooh, song. Wee. Good spot. I, uh, I I agree that it should be here. So. Yes, it should be in the top. I, I hope there's more from her in this list. Yeah. I'm hoping in the next couple well, of years. Well, okay, I was going to say it belongs in the top 40, but I might disagree. I like it. Depending on where, where else we see her on this list, if we see her on this list more. Anyway, so we have number 33, uh, Losing My Religion by R.E.M. I feel like this is the first. I feel like this is the first, like, really '90s song. Yeah, I don't know where the first time I ever heard the song was, but like, as soon as like I heard the name of it, I was like, "Oh, I know that song." Yeah, I don't like. Well, I take that back. Of course, I knew I knew Vanilla Ice and and them were '90s, but this one like really brings me back to there for some reason. It has a certain feeling. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they fall into the weird? grunge category. Not yet. Not quite. Not okay, yet. but it, it it's set. It's definitely something that I feel like you wouldn't hear in the eighties. Would you disagree with me on that? Or you would hear it in the eighties? This like if you took the song, took it out of time, place it back in the eighties. Do you think it fits in? I think it would. Yeah. You think so? Especially I feel going, like it wouldn't. Especially going over ninety nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. Like kind of seeing where where you know the nineties and met the eighties, I think that would have fit perfectly. Like maybe late eighties, maybe like eighty eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but still, it I feel like it fits. On, like you could even put it in two thousand and twelve. I think, and it mm. would fit. I feel you know for me, I mean? it just it just is when trapped Cold, in the nineties. Where for did me. Coldplay come back out? I have no idea. Whenever they came back out, like. Song, I can't think of the song that they came so, back wait, out. Wait, so would, came uh, back out with like what in Viva, the two thousand Viva La Vida, or yeah. are we talking Yellow or no, not Yellow. Yellow's too mm-hmm. early. No, yeah, that's the first Coldplay song I ever heard. It was Yellow. Oh no, that wasn't so. the first one I heard. So Viva Viva, Viva La yeah. Vida, yeah. Okay, I think it would fit in that time frame. Maybe. But I don't know. They're for kind me, of the same feel to me. For me, it it takes it it's, it's trapped in that uh, decade really? for me. I it's bothering me because like a lot of these songs, like I can remember like somehow where I heard it for the first time. This one I'm blanking completely. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but I knew this song. Right. I hate that. Oh. Yeah. But I do like the song. Um, the video was weird. Video is very strange. I, I feel know like, you did some research. On yes, this I did do a little bit of research. At the end of the video, like that's where all like the quote unquote like religious like mm-hmm. symbolism and stuff comes and see, in. Yeah, but I still like was trying to piece it together, and I was like, I got nothing. Like, is this like that? And that was my thing. Like all these years, like until I did my research, mm-hmm. I didn't realize like is there supposed to be some deeper metaphor or is this uh, purely so uh, an atheistic type song? Right. Or, so I was always I was kind of. Uh, torn in two directions as to like is this the kind of song that i appreciate or not um and then doing a little bit of of research right um so really this is a song about unrequited love and and listening i did not see that i didn't see it until like i read that and then listened to it again i said okay i can kind of yeah it's very very poetic i feel like it's 
it's like reading Shakespeare. Like the oh, point. The point that's is why I didn't understand. The, what point the point is there. Was. The point is there. It's huh. just buried and layered under so many different things. I'm gonna have to look up the lyrics. Maybe yeah. that because you know what I think that's what I'm gonna start doing with all of our songs because I used to like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I have a terrible story to tell, but I would look up the lyrics to like mm-hmm. songs that I really liked. Yeah. Just because I was like, okay, I want to know really what are they saying. This is before. This is when anyone could write the lyrics. Mm-hmm. There was no fact checking. Nothing. Um. Oh, and I was in sixth grade, and back when Dell like was giving out computers to like elementary schools, mm-hmm. I was looking up the lyrics to a B2K song on azlyrics.com, mm-hmm. and I got a pop up. And we went to lunch, and we came back. My teacher pulled me to the side, and she was like what were you looking at on the computer? And I was like, lyrics to a B2K song? And she was like, well, there's this thing. And I was like, I just want to let you know, as a computer, I was one of two computer monitors for fifth grade and sixth grade. I was like, that's called a pop-up. And I was like, when you go to a site that's not educational, you're going to get those. This is before, like, antivirus yeah. like, things could block pop-ups. Right. And she thought I was watching porn in the sixth grade in class. And Ooh-y. I was just like... <sighs> it's like, there was no video, but mm-hmm. it was, like, just words, I guess. Right, right. And I was just like, this is not okay. And she was like, I trust you. And I was like, no, you don't. Anyway, so let me let me finish my point here. Um, that was my point. So, uh, it's about unrequited love. And losing my religion apparently is like an old Southern saying about like losing your your temper or oh. losing or being so frustrated that mm. you lose your faith in God. Oh gosh! And I that's don't... a level of frustration that I've reached a couple of times. What? To be honest with you, like there there have been times I've been just like, you know, I, at least you know maybe not quite to that point, but yeah. you know borderline. You know, I've I've reached those points to where like. Ah, it's it's very it's very difficult. To... You have those moments like, Lord, if you're real, yes, please, get, like fix this situation, right, please. Right. So yeah, I gotcha. Or the other, the other, uh, the other uh, interpretation is like you you're worshiping someone mm-hmm. and you're just losing faith in them. Oh, which that's is kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, that's an, it's really sad. It's a so I mean, once again, didn't we talk about last? Last episode, uh, a friend zone type song. Yes, we did. We, what song was that? I don't remember, but you like to point out the fact that I said I hadn't been friend zoned, and you were like, "Good for you." I I can't remember. Was it in episode one? Uh, I feel like it was. In oh, something one. we were talking about Bonnie Raitt and yes. her singing. Uh, yes. Uh, I can't make you love me. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, uh, but no, I, I it kind of gives me a bit more appreciation for the song now that I yeah, looked that now, up because, like yeah. I said, you have a like, different perspective when you listen, right? Because right if you read, like I was saying about Shakespeare, like if you read straight mm. Shakespeare, you ain't gonna get nothing. But you have to do some I mean, deep dive analysis. I mean, or by the uh, what's it called, Shakespeare, the the ones where they have the translation on the other page. Oh, jeez, that's <laughs> cheating. But. You know, you really need a deep dive into the lyrics to get to yeah. where they're, they're trying to get to. I mean, them. I think that's the good thing about music. You could take it. It could be interpreted any way. Right. You know, and of course, only the artist knows which way it's meant to be. Right. Right. 
I love it. So, I like I said. Intricate. Really takes me back to the 90s. And now that I know it has such a deep, much deeper meaning, mm-hmm. you know, it gives me a whole lot more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Appreciation. Uh, so, next song that we have at number 32. 32. We have Do Anything by Natural Selection. This is not a very memorable song. We've listened to this like twice. I still can't remember how it sounds. Like in a row, too. Yeah, but uh, from what I remember... I don't like the lady who whispers yes, the whole that was our biggest song. problem. It's just like... And then it was like... There was like a phone effect over her voiceover. Oh, yeah. It's and like, that was... Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, just... But, like, I thought it was like her voice, her phone voice was just uh, going to be like at the beginning, like some songs do. Right. In the 90s, I don't know why that was a big thing. But, no. Every time he would pause or take a breath, there her voice yeah. was on the telephone. Yep. And I'm like, no, lady, no. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I was listening to the song, and the thing that stuck out to me most about it was when you listen to the back, like, when you listen to the actual music, it sounds like a Jackson 5 song that's oh. been slowed down. Interesting. Um. Especially with the baseline, you did excuse me, excuse, with the uh, baseline, it it sounded like you know a, a song from you know that era, specifically the Jackson Five, but it just sounds like it, it was slowed down a little bit. So it's interesting. I I kind of do want to look up to see like you were doing your research with Groovers in the Heart. It feels and, very new edition, like like a, a little bit, but I I don't I don't I don't know. Um, it feels like a Bobby Brown song, but slowed down. It it feels like um, my prerogative, but slowed down. Mm, okay, I probably wouldn't put it. I did. I didn't get that same feeling. I don't like the guy's singing voice because he sounds whiny the whole song. Yeah, that I mean, that, me. it, it's it's an okay song. I was like, it's not. Sir. It's not picking up on on my radar. It's not something that really? I'm gonna actively look up. Yeah. Uh, oh no no no. But. It's not like one of those, it's not a quote-unquote classic song. Right, right. So Why is this at number 32? I know. It, and that's now gonna, I feel like it, That's going to mm, be the ones that we're going to be, that's going to be one of the ones that we're going to be upset about. Like, yeah. why isn't, you know, the other songs that we pick songs? I would like, put Gloria Estefan, you know. I'd put, oh, I would, I'd I would beat that Whitney Houston song that was in my honorable mention. Oh, yeah. heck yeah. no. Oh, heck no. Yeah, now that we... Jeez. Mm, wow. Geez. I would put Losing My Religion at the top of this list and before before we get there. Who is um, this guy? <sighs> but I tried to look up some more songs by Natural Selection. Um, kind of a one-hit wonder? It, yeah, I couldn't find really? any other songs. I tried to do some research about them. I know they did some... Uh, some all, all I came up with was one of the uh, members of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, uh worked at joined the Paisley Park production um Prince is uh oh the one that Prince works with uh, worked with excuse me um i don't know like i said it's just not a memorable song and it makes it really difficult to review yeah. if you can if it if it doesn't stick out in your head but the only thing that that we really we really um remember was just the was just the lady talking over everything. I, I did think that the the rap verse mm-hmm. that she did, mm-hmm. it's like, it, I don't know, it didn't add anything to the song. Like I said, just that lady being on the track was... Yeah, just a little... It was, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
like I said, I don't, I, this could be one that you could chuck down to below the top 40. Like, why is it even in the top 40? I don't think it should be there. I'm going it should be in, like, the 50s. I could see it just, like, you know. How did it beat it kinda, OPP? It kind of has a, well, OPP, I don't think people were ready for OPP, Probably. to be honest with you. Um, but, uh, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say now. Um, but I just, I just, <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just really, maybe, you know, just because it's a slower, it's not even slow, it's kind of midway, kind of a mid, lower mid-tempo to where I could see it as like, you know, as a, not quite a slow jet. I don't know. It's, See, it's such a weird spot. It's, it's, it's in very, such a weird it's, spot. Because it's no, it's definitely not up-tempo at all. But it's not a slow jet. Yes, so either. it's right in the it's, middle. So it's infuriating. Um, but anyway, I mean... It makes me uncomfortable. It's not a... <laughs> That's what spot it's It's not a terrible song. No. By any means. I mean, if that girl wasn't there. It'd be better it'd be so if the lady better. wasn't there. If yeah. they found some other way to communicate that. I don't know how I'm not I'm not in music production so I'm not sure how they would do that but I think that's the only thing that really detracts from it. I'm not saying it'd be a perfect song without her but I'm, right. I'm not it saying just, it would be it would be better. better. Right. So last one on the list, number thirty-one. I've been thinking about you by London Beat. Your thoughts on this one? Let me tell you her thoughts on this song. <laughs> this song, although it's it is a up tempo kind of club song, it is so boring <laughs> that it puts Stephanie to sleep. I fell asleep. She fell asleep twice. Trying to listen to this song. I tried to wake her up. Like, hey, you need to get your Did opinion. You? On. you you were just out. Wow. So anyway, but from what what I got from it, it's this is. Um, first of all, let me talk about the the lead singer here. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch his name. Um, but London Beat is a, uh, they're a British American band. So that was interesting. Um, but the lead singer sounds just like Michael McDonald. And if you don't know who Michael McDonald is, um, he was a part of the, the Doobie Brothers. Um, and if just go You're look talking up, about it is making me young. Yeah. See, That's so go look up Michael about. McDonald. He is a, uh, he, he is a gray haired uh a white haired uh white gentleman um who looks nothing like the lead singer but has this uh higher pitched voice oh boy. um but if you listen to this song i've mm-hmm. been thinking about you and then listen to a michael mcdonald song um probably my favorite michael mcdonald song is as terrible as it is uh, no it's not a terrible song just the subject is terrible. The name of the song is "I Keep Forgetting We're Not in Love Anymore." Aww, that's my that's my favorite that's Michael McDonald so song. Sad, uh, but it he it sounds really depressing. I do songs. like. I was a very sad gentleman at a time in my Aww. life. Um, Until I came along. Until this podcast came along. You are pretty great. And this podcast is pretty great. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into this. Um, so looking at the, watching the music video was so strange for me. It was surreal. There's a full band, okay? <laughs> Drum, guitars, bass, um, all that. But this is a techno song. All the, the, all the music that you hear mm-hmm. playing in the song are all electronic 
noises. I don't even want to call them instruments. Yeah, I, this is this is one of the things I was telling you about. I was like, why is there? Oh, you did. Why is there a full band, but none of these, none of these, uh, none of these instruments are producing the noises in the music video or in the music itself? So that was a little strange to me. Um, this the song is the the best way I could describe it is, uh, it's kind of a lazy DJ song. <laughs> like you just put this song. This song it's a long song too. I think there was an extended version that oh, went geez. on for a while and. Um, when you get like a full if you get anywhere above like eight bars of the same phrase yeah it gets a little boring yeah and you just hear i keep thinking about you i keep thinking about you and you just repeat that for (laughs) for almost 16 bars like come on like i I get it like it's the it's one of those kinds of songs that you just put on in the club just to sort of have noise but I, I when don't... you're not quite set up yet. Yeah, like when you're <laughs> yeah, like when you're DJing and you're searching for the next song. Right. Um that's pretty much what this is. But in even even then, but like the the vocals are kind of whispery. So it's almost Yeah, that is what I didn't get. I was like, is this the background? There's someone else's yeah. voice that's gonna be coming on top of that? Yeah. Like So it's almost I, I wrote down lullaby ish in your in my in my <laughs> notes. But I think what I really mean is hypnotizing. <laughs> it literally just hypnotizes you. It just puts you to sleep. Hmm. So oh, I, yeah, that's what happened to me. I think so. I got caught. Uh, yeah, for real. Um, but this this does sound like the kind of... This this was really confusing to me when I did my research. Sounds like the kind of song that would be more popular in the UK. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. So like... Uh, Why does, it does sound very... So I've been, I've been listening to a lot more uh, uh, British house music. Um, I think one of my favorite... Hmm. Uh, guys right now is Jax Jones. Uh-huh. Um, the two songs from him that I like are Housework and then um, it's like you, you Don't Know Me. Okay, sorry. That's, that's a completely different <laughs> song. But anyway, look those up. Those are just good, uh, especially Housework. That's a, that's a fun song. I actually like doing Housework to that song. You know what's so funny and random in Korea? They love house music, and they love DJ e-music with no lyrics, and just jumping around like they got no sense. Korea is an interesting place. Well, we're talking about South Korea specifically, so. Well, I, I think with my one statement, oh. I can cover both countries. <laughs> both Would you Korea's, agree with me on that? I, I guess. <laughs> it's an interesting place. <laughs> North Korea, interesting place. South Korea, interesting place. Um I want to go. Let's go. Yeah, definitely. Let's go to North Korea. No, I'm joking. What? Let's, let's not get imprisoned. Um, but anyway, so so the point that I was trying to make. Um, so this song actually reached a number one spot mm-hmm. on the Hot 100. Shut not up. Year, not year-end Hot 100 like we're talking about now, but maybe just... Like throughout like Yeah, through, throughout the year. When it first came out. Right. Maybe, because they hypnotize people to be like, like our song, right, listen subliminal to our messages. song, buy our um, song. So it hit a number one spot on the Hot 100, mm-hmm. right? Um, whereas in the UK, only peaked at a number two spot in the in the UK charts. Maybe they have more sense than we do. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe because it sounded more American. Uh, the hyp- hypnosis didn't work over there in the UK. They're not as easily brainwashed over there. Probably not. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, just, it's it's a lazy song, and I 
Oh god. <laughs> I just got chunks of ginger. <laughs> your your tea strike back. <clears throat> I'm dying. Oh, I'm dying. And on that note, guys. We love oh you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stephanie's talking. Thank you for listening. I have to go. <laughs> okay, I really need to go. Okay. So guys, I'm gonna close this out. Maybe she can come back here for her for her closing, but um so a couple of things. Uh like I said in the earlier part, I am leaving for Hawaii this week. So hopefully what that means is we're going to have a Shot Through the Chart Facebook page. And hopefully there we can start posting a little bit of this information. You know, maybe post YouTube videos of the songs that we talk about. Um, and do other little things. Maybe, you know, do a Facebook Live type deal. Who knows? There's so many options that we can pursue uh, when it comes to Facebook. Uh, and it's just another way that you guys can reach out. Um, reach out and communicate with us. Um, but as for right now, uh, get at us on Twitter. At STTC Podcast on Twitter. Uh, a great place to communicate with us. Uh, like I said, we have our buddy Ray Walden who's who's uh, who's uh, been communicating with us um, on there. Thank you for that, Ray. Uh, if anybody else has any opinions, you know, Ray has been very vocal um, and we love it. So for anyone else who wants to, you know, share any information or share any complaints about the list that we put up, hey, let us know. Um, email us shot through the chart at gmail.com remember we didn't make the list we're we're just as frustrated as you <laughs> I'm, I'm done dying so let guys. me try this one more time shot through the chart at gmail.com through spelled t-h-r-u okay I was about to say <laughs> this, this is our thing we've been break. doing this had a break <laughs> so yeah just uh, get at us guys we love interacting AC has been having a ball Reading all these tweets. Yes, I, I love it. I love he it. He is a firm believer in tweeting at other podcasts. Yes, I am. So, I am. don't be shy. Uh, but guys, um, yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm ready for the next episode. This one this one was super fun. Yeah, I like the songs. This one was pretty cool, yeah. Well, okay, I like the first three songs <laughs> on this one. Uh, but there are some really awesome songs that are yeah. going to be coming up uh, when we get into songs number 30 to 26. Oh my god. Then gosh. on the other side We're of that. In the 20s? I know, this is insane. This is crazy. Guys, this why is this going by so fast? But anyway, uh, guys, subscribe, rate us, please. Give us that five star on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us from. Leave a review uh, leave if a review. you are so inclined. Yes. Say good things, say bad things. Just tell us a joke. Tell, yeah, tell us a joke. <gasps> tell us a I word. like pickup lines, cheesy ones, if you can get them as cheesy as you can. Oh, goodness. Like gracious. mac and cheesy. On that note, guys, we appreciate you listening to us. We will see you in the next episode. I'm Stephanie Henderson. And I'm AC Ponce. Adios y vaya con Dios. Goodbye. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.